If you allow yourself to dream, vividly imagine it in your mind, speak it out in faith, then according to God's word whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believing you shall receive. Are you going around in circles? Discovering your true calling and purpose in life will make you feel awesome. Welcome to All Things Are Possible podcast with your host, S.T. Smith, where you'll get the uncompromised word of God in bite-sized nuggets. So grab your Bible and get ready for some good news. Now here's your host, S.T. Smith. Hello and welcome to this episode of All Things Are Possible. I'm your host, S.T. Smith, reminding you that Jesus is Lord, Satan is defeated, and God has put you on this earth for a purpose. So with the Bible open on the screen in front of me, let's dive in. The most important thing you'll ever do is find your calling and purpose in life. For many years, I would wonder what my purpose was in life. I, have you ever wondered that? I think if people were honest, they would all say that at one point or another, they thought a lot about what their purpose in life was. Why are we here? What are we created for? What am I supposed to be doing? Growing up, I had various interests and I did a lot of things, but never really felt like I discovered my true calling and purpose in life. So I never really felt fulfilled. It wasn't until I had that supernatural encounter with the Lord that I began to see glimpses of my calling. I think we'd all agree that it's very important to know what our purpose is. The word purpose is defined as the reason for which something exists or the reason for being. Many people lose hope and lose their vision. Many never find their reason for being at all. Some even end their life because they fail to perceive a future. What a shame. They can't see any reason for living. The devil told them, you may hide from others, but you've had some thoughts, some negative thoughts, and there's no reason for you being here. Go ahead and end it. Look, I experienced that after my motorcycle accident. But listen to me closely. There's a reason for your being. You have a purpose. You have a calling. There's a place for you in God's creation. No one but you can fill it. There's a purpose for your being. You will accomplish more once you know where you're going. Develop your vision. Develop your dream. Develop your purpose. You need to know where you're going and have direction with purpose. See, that's the key to your vision. That's the key to your future. When you can see a dream, when you can have hope, when you can see your reason for being, then you can have what I like to call purposeful action. Action with a purpose. Until that time, you can have lots of action. You can be like an airplane circling the sky. Lots of action, but with no destination and no purpose. So you have to decide. Listen, ask God about things to come. In Isaiah 45, 11, it says, Ask me of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hands, command ye me. In Jeremiah 33, 3, it says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you know not. And then in John 15, 7, it says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Wow, that is a powerful verse. Ask what you want or you have to settle for what you get. Look, when you want to get something from God, stay on your knees until you get it, okay? I'll say to the Lord sometimes, Lord, I want to know something that's going to happen, something new that I don't know. You know, you can develop a personal relationship with the Lord, right? And he will show you things. When he shows you things, you need to decide to act. 
You better be ready. So have a reason for living and a purpose in life. When you really decide and begin to act on your idea or dream, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Job 32, 8 says, but there's a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty gives them understanding. In Proverbs 20, 27, it says, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Look, if the candle goes out, you can't see where you're going. But if the candle is lit, you can see where you're going. So let's get it lit. What do you say? Listen, this works. Let's turn the light on. Let's get out of the dark period. Let's get out of the box. Let's open our eyes and get some purposeful action. I know my purpose for being. What is your purpose for being? God will show you. He'll show you your reason for being and your purpose for living. When you find it, you'll start growing. You'll become hungry for the word of God. You'll want to spend more time in prayer than ever before. The entrance of God's word gives light, the Bible says. It causes you to be able to see. You'll have energy you didn't know you had. I've seen that in people at different churches. When, when, when you have a reason for being and a purpose in life, you'll come up with the energy to be that person and to do those things. Enjoy purposeful living. Have a purpose in life. If you remember in the last episode, I talked about an amazing story of Gunter Birkeland. Remember the story about the man in the box? It was a true story. Remember when Jesus said to the crippled man at the pool of Bethesda, will you be made whole? He was basically saying, hey man, do you wanna walk? Do you wanna get out of that box? You've been in that box for 38 years. Do you wanna get out? Well, let me ask you something, listeners. Do you? You have to want to get out of the box before you can get out of the box. When you get out of the box, you may not run like some people, but you'll start crawling. You may have to crawl. Don't worry if you can't run right away. Just start crawling until you start walking. You must start where you are with what you have. When you use what God has given you, he will give you some more and not until then. So Gunder Brooklyn got out of that box. He soon began to walk. And like I said, he became one of the 10 wealthiest men in Seattle. And it really spoke to my heart when I learned that before his death, he said, I believe my purpose in life is to tell people they do not need to be in a box. Look, you don't have to live in a box. He said, get a vision, see yourself out of the box. He said, I believe that was my purpose in living. Look, God has a purpose. God has a dream. We learned before that God has a master plan and a blueprint for you. It all started in Genesis chapter 1 when God spoke things into existence. God put it in seed form and called it the incorruptible seed. No, it may not be like a seed we see with our natural eyes, but it's a supernatural seed and it does exist nonetheless. And we learned that a seed is something that has been pre-programmed. You know, I looked up that word programmed and it means something that has been written beforehand. Remember Habakkuk 2, 2, write the vision and make it plain upon tablets that he may run that reads it programmed something written beforehand to be played back at a later date. Look, this is it. It's the Bible. So in a sense, we're playing the Bible now. We're playing back eternal life, health, happiness, prosperity. We're finding that there is a plan for you in the Bible. We're finding out the Word of God is God's software, to put it in computer language. Look, there's software and hardware, right? The Word of God is the software, and you must have it. But if you have the software without the hardware, it doesn't do any good. You have to have them both. 
And guess what the hardware is? We are. <laughs> you are the hardware. You will carry it out. You are the one that makes it work in the earth. So have a dream. Have a purpose for living. Work that software. Look, hope is very important. Hope is basically an anticipation of good, positive expectations, expecting something good to happen. I remember listening to Oral Roberts with my mom and, 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 and how he built Oral Roberts University and the City of Faith on that phrase, expect the miracle. And that's scriptural. Hope is expecting something good to happen to you. How many times have you expected something good to happen to you? Didn't it make you feel good? And you know why? Because Hebrews 6.19 says, hope is the anchor to the soul. That means it stabilizes your thinking. In order for you to be stabilized, you have to have some favorable expectations. Expecting something good to happen to you stabilizes your life. Expecting something bad to happen makes people nervous and jittery. Sets their whole system out of balance. But expecting something good to happen stabilizes your thinking and stabilizes your emotions. Look, a dream is a strong desire. Having a strong desire for something. Now, I'm talking about godly desires. God will put a desire in your heart to do something. That's what God's done with me. He put a desire inside me to reach out to heal the sick and cast out devils and to heal people out of bondage. And remember, God gives you the desires of your heart. Okay, so look, there's, there's two parts. Well, the first part, God drops the desire into your heart. And second, he will bring them into pass. He gives you the desire and he will bring it to pass. He gives you the desires of your heart. So your godly desire is like a dream. It's like a vision. It's also a favorable expectation. And so that's your starting point. The desire you have in the spirit is a starting point of seeing your dream come to pass. That's the beginning of purpose. That desire is the starting point of all achievement. And look, there's energy in it. The spirit of God is in it. The spirit of creativity is in it. So when you act on your desire, when you act on your dream, when you act toward that favorable expectation, that action begins to bring it to pass. Remember, faith without action is dead. You become ignited and excited. You, become, you, you begin to have energy like never before, like a dynamo. Desire acted upon is power. It's a starting point of all achievement. Look, your godly desire is like a vision. A dream can be defined as a vision. Here's one definition that I like. A vision is having the ability to see something not actually visible. Having the ability to see beyond what is and to cause it to come about what should be. Did you know God can give you the ability to see something not yet visible? Can you know there's more to seeing than things you can see in the natural? Did you know there's some other things you can see? With a vision, you can see something not actually visible. Another definition for the word dream is to think upon something, meditate on it, roll it over in your mind, think about it. It simply means to see in your imagination, see it as clearly as you can. Look, man was created to be able to see. It's too bad that many don't take time to see a dream or a desire or a vision fulfilled. The anointing that God gave me in that church back in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, was just that, an anointing from the Lord. And the dream he's given me is coming to pass through diligent effort. Ecclesiastes 5.3 says, for a dream comes through the multitude of business. Look, you've had certain dreams for years, but you must pay a price in order to see the dream come to pass. In the Amplified Bible, the verse I just quoted in Ecclesiastes 5 says, your dream comes to you with much business and painful effort. That means diligent effort. 
In Proverbs 21, we read that the thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenteousness. The thoughts, the things, the diligent, the person sees, the diligent person sees tend to plenty. They tend to abundance. You can have thoughts of lack and you can have visions of lack, or you can have thoughts of abundance and visions of abundance. You can see lack or you can see abundance. It's up to you. Proverbs 10.4 says, the hand of the diligent makes rich. You can take the software of God's word and program your future. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. Jesus gives us the ability to see our dream become a reality. Now, Jesus will show you how to pioneer a business. He'll show you how to blaze a trail, so to speak. He'll show you how to do whatever your vision is to do. Jesus is for you. He wants to show you how to loose all that's in the earth. Deuteronomy 8.18 says, Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant. Look, God gives you power and abilities to get wealth so that he can establish his covenant in the earth. If he shows you something big, don't let it scare you off. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, like it says in 2 Timothy 1.7. Look, we're going to take over the wealth of the sinner because we're not motivated by fear. We're motivated by faith and love. and Faith gives you the ability to believe and receive the right things based upon the word of God. James 1.25 says, But whosoever looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So looking into the perfect law of liberty, that's the law of abundance. And continues therein, in other words, being diligent, and you will be blessed in your deeds. You will be blessed in your actions. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and come back for the next episode where S.D. Smith teaches how all things are possible through God's Word.